This lesson to remember is all about sympathetic vibrations, which is a phenomenon we find in stringed instruments, and it helps us answer the question, how do we find what resonates? Before I get into this episode, I'd love to ask you just a quick favor. I'm starting to think about the next iteration of this podcast, kind of stepping beyond just lessons that I've learned in my own life and work and inviting others to share their own lessons to remember with me on this podcast. For those future episodes, it'll be more of an interview style approach. Maybe it's like snippet recordings from a conversation that get expanded on. I'm really not sure, but I think it'll be fun uh, any way that it goes. And I'd love for these lessons to come from you, especially since you're some of the first people to join me in this experiment. Having you a part of it in this way just makes sense to me. So if you have a lesson to remember that you want to share with me, you can email me at jeckyberger at gmail.com. Uh, my name is in the description of this podcast, so if you struggle with it, that's where to find it, and then we'll connect that way. And if you know someone I should interview, introduce them to me through email as well, and we'll, we'll chat a little bit more. I'm excited to see where this little experiment continues to take us and all the lessons we can collectively learn from each other. So thank you so much in advance. Now, on to this episode's lesson about finding what resonates. So my friend Bill is a music teacher with a special amount of creative energy. You know, those kinds of people who always seem to create things that have just a bit more inspiration poured into them and in turn kind of inspire you a bit more too. He posted this video of himself in an auditorium with his trumpet and a baby grand piano. He held down the damper pedal so that the strings on the piano could vibrate freely, and then he played notes on his trumpet. And after each trumpet sound, you hear an echo from the piano strings. When nothing is hindering the strings, a note from the trumpet creates a sympathetic vibration in the strings that are the same or really similar pitches. And he grabbed a recording of it to share. Take a listen. Isn't that interesting? So the sympathetic vibration, which is the actual technical term, causes the strings closest to the pitch to resonate and create the echo. That's, that's fascinating to me. I think there are so many really good lessons and applications for this idea. But the one that I'm connecting with the most right now is about how we create things that resonate with other people. 
There are a million things we can spend our energy creating. Sometimes the hardest part of the creative process is prioritizing the right ones for the outcomes we want. And I think there are a couple ways to go about this. You can either start with the people who you want to resonate with and then create with them in mind, or you can start with that thing you've created and then seek out the people who are going to resonate with it. It's the difference between defining who you've not yet created for or finding who will resonate with what you already have. Either way, finding that sympathetic vibration is important. Sometimes it takes a lot of energy and effort, and other times it might feel more coincidental, and lightning strikes are that way too. But unless you have unlimited resources to waste, you can't build a business model around creative lightning strikes. Even if you did have those resources to burn, chasing lightning in that way feels like a terrible waste of everyone's energy. You can, however, spend your energy by identifying what sympathetic vibrations you'd like to create. And if you're starting with a persona in mind, going the route of defining who you've not yet created for, then find out how they see the world. What are they passionate about? What keeps them up at night? What is one unique problem they have that you just might be able to create a meaningful solution for? How can that meaningful solution help them succeed? If you're starting from the other way, finding who will resonate with that creative solution or product already in hand, you have to make some initial assumptions about who it's for, but then carefully listen for the echo that comes from the sympathetic vibrations. What iterations of the product can you put into the ether so that you can listen for as many echoes as possible? How can you craft variations of it as you begin to learn more about the people resonating with it? And how can you help make it feel like it was meant for them all along? There are a lot of differences between these two approaches, but the one constant is that success in finding, sorting through, and nurturing those sympathetic vibrations doesn't come without intentional effort. Even if finding the echo comes easily. Nurturing that echo is the hard and consistent work needed to create something that lasts longer than that flash of lightning. And if we can do that hard work really well, with excellence, the end result isn't just an echo of the original sound. It's an embodiment of it. It takes the vibrations on and makes it their own, giving it life beyond just what we can create. And that's the type of work that I want to invest my creative energy in. So which approach is right for you? You need to find what resonates, track down those sympathetic vibrations, but how are you going to do it? Do you need to define who you are creating for before you start creating? Or do you need to find who will resonate with what thing you've already created? Either way, the hard work you have ahead of you is to connect with and then nurture these sympathetic vibrations, the echoes out in the world that will come from the people resonating with what you've created, saying, this is the solution I've been looking for. Spend your energy making that connection, sorting through and nurturing those vibrations so that they turn into something bigger than you ever initially imagined. 
And I owe a huge thanks to Bill Manchester for this lesson that I don't want to forget. That's another episode of Lessons to Remember. Thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying this little experiment of mine, would you mind rating this podcast? It will help others find it too. And who knows what kind of echo we might create between us. I'll see you next time.